1: Turkey, 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 it's time for Must Have Seen TV, the podcast dedicated to the sitcoms of the 20th century. From I Love Lucy all the way to News Radio, I'm your TV guy, Brett White. I'm also a senior reporter, uh, producer for Decider.com, and I am not juror number five, which I almost became. <laughs> Say hello to the turkey croquette, to my turkey fricassee,
0: Ethan K. Hi. Hey, Brett. That was a good one. We are, we are deep in the swings of um, Thanksgiving season. Halloween season has passed, but we are in the Thanksgiving time. Uh, you can tell because I am drinking, instead of drinking my normal water from my McDonald's cup, I am drinking <laughs> spiced apple cider, which mm-hmm. hopefully will be just as good for my voice on a podcast as, you know, regular water. What are you drinking? Oh, I, should,
1: I should try. I mean, I just have spiced uh, cinnamon rum with a diet... Cherry Pepsi. Wild Ooh. cherry. mm <laughs> <Ooh. Ooh. laughs> Well, I mean, it's good. It's just like Cherry Coke, but it's Pepsi. <laughs> I don't know I'm why a... I started drinking that, but that's not what I drink. So, you
0: know, we all make choices. Is it one of those things where it just kind of appeared one day and you said, oh, I, I, I ordered Diet Coke and they gave me the Diet Pepsi?
1: No, I mean, and... I, I, wanted more, I wanted more choices because I was sick of drinking just either... Leftover diet cokes that sub never finishes, or uh, Coke <laughs> Zero, or Diet Dr Pepper, and so I was like, "What else did we have in the zero, etc. range?" And ta da! As so I was like, "I just want to order whatever the weirdest in that category is," and that's where Diet Pepsi Wild
0: Cherry. Well, I hope I hope you're enjoying it. Uh, I've never been that big of a fan of Pepsi, however. Pepsi does make Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew, and I drink Man. a lot of Diet Mountain Dew. I bet that it's Mountain Dew that's keeping the PepsiCo afloat. It it just it just hits different. It is that... my morning beverage, it's my afternoon beverage. Uh I'm living that gamer lifestyle. It's mm-hmm. sitting on your gaming chair, drinking, your my, drinking my, chair. Drinking my that... Mountain Dew, eating my chips.
1: Well, that was the the, uh, the documentary about the um about the the showbiz pizza, about the rockfire explosion, the yeah. documentary about that and like the 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 culture that has arisen around people who now collect the entire mm-hmm. animatronic set. Like they, they hunt them Whoa. down. And one guy like turned his like carport and like garage into a showbiz pizza with a an animatronic setup that he like rents out for birthday parties and stuff. But then I think I think it's this guy. It's been years since I've seen this. But then when they go into his house, Uh-oh. it is like empty except for like a Darth Maul flag, <laughs> like a Pepsi towel as curtains. <laughs> And like a a gaming chair, like gaming furniture.
0: And it's like, man, well, we know where the money's going, baby. Um he he had to buy that very rare Antioch the Birthday spider animatronic that mm -hmm. drops down from the ceiling when it's someone's birthday. Um Antioch the Birthday Spider. That's wild. great, Uh, Great unused character.
1: What what Halloween how did
0: Halloween end up playing out? Halloween ended up so well. Um so, uh, fun behind-the-scenes fact, I had to get surgery on my hand uh, a couple of weeks back. Um, a benign mass of tissue had to be removed. So, the, the they slit down my finger, took it all out, sewed it all up. That's as gross as it's going to get. Um, and they gave me the option, do you want to get the stitches out on November 1st? which is actually the day after Halloween and my anniversary, hmm. or do you want to wait until November 7th? And I'm like, I don't need to wait an entire week. So I scheduled with them to, to get the stitches out on November 1st, which meant that Megan and Megan's mom, who was visiting at the time, could uh, indulge in our yearly Halloween movie marathon, hmm. midnight movie marathon, and then I would just have to, I could sleep for a couple hours, then head in and and get the um the stitches out. So we had about, I want to say about 30 trick-or-treaters, which is kind of oh, wow. lower than it normally oh, is. Man, the um And then we started at about 11 o'clock. We watched Blair Witch Project, um followed by the 1944 Uninvited. Because mm. the second one is always the the throwback. Third one was Noroi the Curse, which we watched last year and really, really liked. So we wanted to watch it again, followed by Ready or Not, which is that uh, a woman marries into the gaming family who tries to kill her and wrapped it all up with Cabin in the Woods. So that was a good time. Uh, How about you? How was your Halloween? Oh, uh
1: (laughs) Do we want the real answer? I mean, depressing (laughs) because of just the way my brain is working right now. Uh, And we didn't. I watched the Paul Halloween special alone. Well, with the Seb. but that's usually my uh, big party I built around that. So that was a bummer. But the Sunday before I did the Buffy uh, Slayer Fest 98 podcast live show where I got in drag as and read as the the part of Giles as Barb. Um, and yeah, I mean, I got to go out in public as in drag, which is always a, I mean, it's a thrilling experience and also, uh, cumbersome and, um, <laughs> I feel like Frankenstein's monster like, <laughs> ugh, trying to get to and from like rental cars and venues and upstairs and, but yeah, nah. and I don't know. And I watched a bunch of movies, but not even, you know, I have my Sam Neilloween yeah, I watched um, Sam Neill gotta, gotta, But I didn't get to... Pos- well, I, I watched Event Horizon, Omen 3, and In the Mouth of Madness. I did not get to Daybreakers or Possession, but I mean, I watch Possession. I think about that movie every day, so, <laughs> you know, I don't need... You watch it in again. your head every day. But I do. Oh, oh, what a beautiful movie. <laughs> oh, what about, a About movie. divorce and fucking a tentacle monster from
0: Hell? Well, everybody's got know. a rebound, you know.
1: Yeah, and some of
0: them are cosmic Cthulhu beings. When you when you fumble one relationship, you never know who the next one's going to be. Sometimes Ooh. it could be Cthulhu. But uh, those are real bad bitch, you know. Yeah,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. But now we're in the Thanksgiving uh, state of uh, emergency, state of mind, and we're trying to know. watch
0: some some Thanksgiving themed films and I, I serendipitously um you and I have had the conversation why are there so few 1950s and 60s Halloween specific sitcom episodes you know, like in the 60s in the 50s and 60s you got bewitched and you got you know Munster's and Adams family where they're creepy families but not specifically for Halloween and I was listening to the Disney History Institute podcast. Mm. Um with uh, uh why can't I remember his name right now? Because he's actually fantastic. Um uh, it'll come in. Uh, <laughs> Gordon Ramsay? Uh Todd James Pierce. Todd James not Gordon Ramsey. Uh Todd James Pierce. And the, he did an episode about Disney and Halloween, specifically Halloween. Oh. And he gave a background to the the history of Halloween, and to sum it up, was In the 1920s and 30s, Halloween started becoming a thing because more religious organizations were emphasizing All Souls Day, All Saints Day, All Hallow's Eve, that that kind of thing. So what ended up happening was uh, kids would do mischief. They would break laws. They would they would uh, prank and uh, sometimes people would get really hurt. So what organizations both you know civic and religious organizations would do was they would they would have large parties big parties with parades and contests and and all kinds of things and as the war ended and more and more suburbs were being created those large parties started to kind of move smaller and smaller they'd be neighborhood parties or mm. eventually trick-or-treating, which you'd go door-to-door. A lot of the times kids would get these, they, they'd wear costumes at these big parties, and they'd get treats and things at the parties. So the way that it, it linked in with Disney, and I thought it was kind of cool, was Halloween had become a thing in California and Canada, uh. but not around the United States. So 1949 comes around, they're doing the movie Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which is mm. the retelling of The Legends of Sleepy Hollow. And Bing Crosby's the narrator. And they're going to film a live action segment where he's prepping his kids to go out trick-or-treating. And then he tells them the story of the Headless Horseman. And they scrap that because they're like, well, we're from California, so we know what trick-or-treat is. But throughout the country, other people aren't going to know what this trick-or-treat is. This is
1: 1949.
0: Uh So finally, 1952 rolls around and they release the short trick-or-treat where donald's nephews meet up with witch hazel and they torture donald that was one of the 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 first big times where let's kind of treat trick-or-treat as normal as a normal thing that people do but it's still pretty new that's 1952 man yeah halloween content throughout the 1950s is still the well, we don't really know if everybody knows about trick or treat or not. So we're gonna stay on the side of let's not do much trick or treat content. That is that was a yeah, long-winded that's... explanation. But uh thank you for t- to Todd James Pierce and the DHI podcast for giving me that information. I thought it was fantastic.
1: No, I love I love the history of like the traditions that that we have i'm trying to see now which uh 1950s halloween episodes i have actually so in my database i so uh adventures of ozzy and harriet has one the honeymooners has one uh lassie sort of does and then lassie and the real mccoys have uh one but lassie and real mccoys i believe might just be uh episodes with like monsters that aired around Halloween, but the Ozzy and Harriet and Honeymooners ones are both of the episodes are titled Halloween party. (laughs) So, (laughs) so, so I guess they were, you know, doing the adult version, but that's 1952 and
0: 1953. So, yeah, it's still kind of like it, it's it's not everywhere, but it's starting to become part of the public consciousness. But then it
1: explodes in the 60s because I, I have am. Dennis the Menace, Beverly Hillbill is Andy Griffith, Adams Family Bewitched Monsters, Flintstones, uh, that girl, like just a. And just that's a because
0: and I'd suspect that's because suburbs were huge. Then housing developments were ginormous and that was the easiest way to. Celebrate Halloween was by trick or treating in your neighborhood. Perfect,
1: I love it. We talked about
0: Ozzy though, because like mm. now <laughs> this week
1: we'll be traveling to November twenty eighth, nineteen fifty two. Hans Christian Andersen ruled the box office, not the person. The movie based on the person, starring Danny Kay. Uh, it's K. it's in the book parts one and two by Johnny Stanley. Top the charts and. ABC aired the Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet episode the day after Thanksgiving. Ethan, you must have seen the day after Thanksgiving before today.
0: I did not see an, an episode of Oz, the Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet before this episode, but I will point out it did air the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, in Yeah, it literally
1: did. It was a kind of verisimilitude that we don't see anymore. <laughs> it was and, really good. And, and uh, we might never see because now that uh, everything is uh, streaming and we dro- they drop whole seasons at once... All of the modern holiday episodes are unmoored from time and are just part of a batch of 12 that maybe came out in March. And you got to remember in November. Oh, wait a second. Season two of that show I like had a Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> Ugh, I hate that. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah. And I've only ever seen uh, the other Ozzy and Harriet episode that we did for this podcast, which was Tutti Fruity Ice Cream, which I'm now wondering how many episodes of. Of Ozzie and Harriet are about them getting obsessed with a particular type of food and then trying
0: to find it because they were not I'm two for two. <laughs> it was something that everyone could agree on, which is kind of the way the Ozzie and Harriet operated. It was it was a very non-offensive show that kind of it kind of traveled under the ratings radar. It never it only cracked yeah. the top yeah. 30 once in its 435 episodes. It's nuts. 14 seasons it is the it is not the longest running sitcom it's now always sunny isn't it, it but in terms a, it, of in terms of it, like time alas exactly in, term, in terms of time in terms of number of seasons but it is the most episodes if you're not counting the simpsons it is the most episodes of a sitcom and what blows my mind is that they did um a radio show before then they did um I forget how many episodes, 402 episodes. (laughs) So much content. I know, 402 episodes of a radio show before they did the TV show. Um, Well, and
1: so like this night on Black Friday, 1952, which is probably... 40 years before they had the term Black Friday, probably. (laughs) I don't think that became a thing to, like, the 90s when people started dying. God, our country. Um, uh, But also on that night, an hour after this episode aired, the radio show aired. And that episode synopsis was Ozzy tries to be a handyman. So... That also happened in... I gotta
0: tell you, Ozzy Nelson was the the busiest man in town. Because not only did he do the TV show, not only did he do the radio show, he directed the TV show, and he yeah. wrote the TV show.
1: It's very Tyler Perry, and I'm kind of wondering how accurate, <laughs> like... It was like, is it is it kind of like... I don't know, everyone always says that Steven Spielberg actually directed Poltergeist kind of thing. I've like, heard that. There yeah. was actually, like, someone who was... Well, while, while Ozzy's like doing his Ozzy thing on set cameras, you need to be right here, here, and here. We need to
0: get like, I wonder, if, like stage manager do a little bit more work than usual, maybe. Possibly. And he had other writers on this, too. His brother, Don mm-hmm. Nelson, uh, wrote 347 episodes of the show. He also wrote all the Herbie films, the, oh. uh, the Love Bug films for Disney. Did he do Fully Loaded? Uh, no, because he was dead. Oh. Still is dead. Oh. Um. As far as I can tell,
1: still dead. We keep having Halloweens with the explicit purpose of resurrecting him, and it doesn't hold.
0: (laughs) But it was a a crazy show that just the fact that it lasted for so long. The history is that um, Ozzie Nelson met his wife, Harriet, on a show called... um, where is it? Love is blind. <laughs> that would be- uh, the Baker's broadcast. Cause Ozzie Nelson was already a, a band leader. They met, they got married. Cause they, they figured, you know, uh, our, our solo careers are great, but let's do them together. Uh, Wonder twin powers activate. They started doing the red Skelton show until he got drafted. Uh, then they did. They started with the adventures of Ozzie and Harriet in 1944. That went until Ugh. 1954, two years after the um, the TV show aired, and then um, their children, uh, Ricky and David. Um now Ricky became a teen heartthrob. Exactly because his dad was like, "Hey, son, how about you do some uh, some of that rock and rollin." How about you?
1: Give me all your money. Probably. I actually don't know what their family dynamic was, but I Uh, cannot imagine it was healthy.
0: He put it all into a trust and he got a $50 a month allowance, um, which he said was not enough because there was this story that he had to recycle bottles in order to make Ah. money to go to a movie with a date. Oh, Um,
1: and we cannot forget uh, Ozzy Nelson's grandsons Nelson. The hair Girl, metal duo, yeah, yes.
0: from the eighties. Um, so they they initially started the show with a ten year contract, regardless if they got canceled or not, which is ballsy. You're going to pay yeah, me for geez. ten years, whether or not the show is good. The show ends up going fourteen season, fourteen years. Um, the house exterior was the exterior of their real house. The interior of the house was a set. But designed to look like their interior house. So weird. It's got to be so weird for those kids being like, we're actors, but we're also playing ourselves. And and we, when we go to work, we go to work in our house. Yeah, like it's it's almost like Ozzy invented the Real Housewives
1: or like reality yeah. like a reality TV like domestic reality TV. Uh, because yeah. this is it's. I mean, because this is as scripted as all those shows, but
0: that's it's just wild it's it's this ozzy ozzy nelson was this puppeteer of his whole family um and even when the show ended he's like okay the the, uh adventures of ozzy and harriet's over we're doing a spinoff it's called ozzy's girls it's two college girls come and live with me in the nelson house from from the sitcom um that's yeah very creepy. It, it only lasted. It only lasted one season. But it starred Brenda Sykes, who uh, I learned was the wife of poet musician Gil Scott Heron. Oh, who did uh, ah. Revolution Will Not Be Televised and Whitey on the Moon?
1: Uh,
0: Kevin Bacon. Nine steps between Gunnar Nelson to Gil Scott. I, I know. I I I I just <laughs> download all this stuff in my brain. I'm like, can you believe that all of this happened? This is all connected. But uh, this week on Must Have Seen TV, we'll be
1: talking about the Avengers of Ozzie and Harriet episode the day after Thanksgiving, which is the ninth episode of season one, which is probably like episode 300 total or something crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And it was written by Ben Gershman, Bill Davenport, Don Nelson, and Ozzie Nelson and directed by Ozzie Nelson. And here's how Freebie describes the episode. Coming home from Ann Ellen's without Thanksgiving leftovers, Ozzie and the boys crave more turkey. Even how accurate is that descriptive? That is
0: the whole episode. Mm-hmm. Actions happen, events happen, locations are changed. It's all about the hunt for leftovers.
1: Now I will say an overarching uh, statement I will make about the adventures of Ozzie and Harriet is that of all the 1950s sitcoms, I love Lucy. I love the most. But then like I really appreciate that the adventures of like that Ozzie Nelson was like, I want to do a family sitcom. We're not going to learn shit. I'm not <laughs> here to teach anyone anything. I don't give a shit about these kids being cute. I'm getting the funny lines and we're just goof. Like this is a 24 minute Saturday night life sketch. Like, and that's also what 2D Fruity Ice Cream was. And I, I, I have a lot of respect for that <laughs> level of commitment, especially because every other sitcom at this time really felt just so syrupy.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Like, make room for daddy. I'm thinking. Like Donna Reed. Your
1: father knows best. Father
0: knows best. L- leave especially. it to Beaver later on. Yeah, it gets. But like, this is not cute. It ain't cute. <laughs> in fact, if anything, he's 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 showing off the sin of of gluttony, I'm just by reveling in it, just talking about how much he wants turkey, and his kids are like, "We're so full, but." Is there any turkey we could get some turkey in that? Like, yes, they have a game and they hit it hard.
1: <laughs> it is, and it's also funny, like how you know Seinfeld always proclaims to be the first. You know, it's the show about nothing. First show about It's like I, I think I, Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet from the two episodes I've seen is the original show about nothing because like, and that's not a bad thing. It's just like there is hard. There is no
0: plot. It, it, it's it, there's no character advancement. It, it's great. You know what it is. It the, the way that it's written and the way it's performed. It's a radio show. Just yeah. It's dr- dramatized. The speeches are long. They are punctuated by jokes. The audience laughs at the right point. Um, you could turn off the video and just watch the and just listen to the audio, and it would make exactly about as much sense. I think maybe ninety ninety five percent. Uh, are just it's just spoken gags. Yeah,
1: and it's like they uh there are a lot of superfluous like sets. Like later on when Aunt Ellen calls, like we see we go to her house. Like yeah. we see her on the phone. It feels very like well, if this is a TV show, we need to be going places. She needs to go to the butcher, like, you know.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> the, the way it, it starts, it. we open with the the opening introduces the cast uh, it is it is uh, sponsored by Hot Point Appliances, um, which uh, Mary Tyler Moore was the uh, spokesmodel for. She was the Hot Point elf. I do believe she was not in this episode. No, but it starts. Um, It starts the, day, the morning after Thanksgiving. The family has has been to Aunt Ellen's and they are feeling so full that they do not want eggs. They do not with, want cereal with fruit on top. David did not want oatmeal, which all of these things, Harriet was just ready to make. for She him. had
1: like, it, it's like continental breakfast going yeah. on at the Aussie and Harriet household. I do like that. I also really do like that. Harriet got jokes in this. She got most like she, the jokes. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think, I mean, probably must a performance. Let's be honest here. Uh, you know, so I also appreciate that because even at this time. The woman's there to, to just have breakfast ready, and, and then wash the dishes. Uh, I do At like that. Point, a, so I, after everyone has their breakfast of orange juice, and then she gets the she like washes three cups, and she's like, "Well, breakfast dishes are done."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's all they wanted. It, I I've never had the the urge to drink orange juice after being completely full the night before from you know, a large banquet kind of meal, but it talks, I get the feeling that this Turkey was like 50 pounds and yeah. there was and every Turkey at the time was 50 pounds because everyone's talking about there's leftovers mm-hmm. and Ellen has so many leftovers. That she could make this and then she's going to make this and then she's going to make that with the leftovers. There's just so many things you can do with these massive cold war turkeys.
1: So, like, also, like, so what that reminded me of, and what this entire episode reminded me of is this is 1952. So, this is, oh God, uh, 81 years ago. Is it, were we in the 80s yet, or is it 70, 71? Oh my God, 62, 72, 82, 92, 02, 12, 22. Okay. So, this was 71 years ago. And what I find so fascinating is how, uh, both a lot has changed, but not much has changed. Like, we can watch this episode from 71 years ago, and I 100% understand Thanksgiving, leftovers, turkey, you know, like, all of that yeah. stuff. Which, it, like, but, like, 71 years before 1952 is, like, <laughs> very different.
0: I mean, there was, <laughs> Thanksgiving was still new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it had only been around for about 20-some years. Yeah.
1: And, uh, no one, uh, no one was keeping that turkey. They didn't have refrigerators, did they? No. They still uh, call it the icebox. Yes. Here. They this do. Is oh, and also, Christmas. uh, my wife ran out to get me a bicarbonate for me. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Pesto, for coming along. Uh, but so it they're, is they're, just wild to me that, like, that the traditions of Thanksgiving and stuff haven't changed in 70 years. That, like, I mean, cause, okay, what's your relationship with Thanksgiving leftovers?
0: Thanksgiving leftovers. If if now since my my mom's the one who who hosts Thanksgiving instead of my grandmother, so she ends up with most of the or my parents end up with most of the Thanksgiving leftovers. What that means it's n- has never been let's take the turkey and turn it into croquettes or hash or fricassee like they or whip it. Isn't there like whipped turkey or creamed turkey at one point, which is like yeah, no, they talk about you. that. They talk about a, a upside down turkey pudding. Which okay. is those? I don't know, those have 1950s.
1: to be jokes, but also 1950s food is wild.
0: So it I is all gelled. <laughs> no, no, what we what we would do is we'd we'd make our we'd we'd have everything in individual containers, and then we'd make ourselves a plate, usually for breakfast, and then maybe for lunch. Um, and that would be stuffing, uh, some vegetable, mashed potatoes, mm. turkey, and we'd heat that up, and and then that would be that. How about you? What would what I would mean? Yours be?
1: So, also, since my husband is a vegetarian, uh, he does graciously make a turkey, turkey breast, like more or two yeah. or whatever for me every year. But I, I, yeah, I mean, I'll eat, first of all, like, I mean, turkey, I can honestly take or leave. Oh, I mean, it's fine. Like that, you know, honestly. I mean, Kind of like I wish we just had like a bucket of fried chicken or, or something. Like <laughs> why why did turkey become the Thanksgiving bird? It was just like chicken is so good. Um, We've had Thanksgiving yeah.
0: hams along with turkey. Yeah, that's I true. Myself love ham probably better than turkey.
1: But I, I like when when the turkeys when the turkeys good, it's good. And I'll make. I think the thing I usually make. This might be weird: is turkey tacos. Turkey uh, tacos. Yeah, I'll make turkey tacos uh after after Thanksgiving. But yeah. I like that. Uh yeah. I'm basically just like whatever protein I can find, put Mexican blend cheese in a and put it in a tortilla and bam. That's a meal. Oh, that's that's gotta be delicious then. Whatever protein, baby. Um but at first Ozzy is like, I do not want any more turkey because of the he his he has had it with the leftovers racket. He, and then that's he's like yeah, I don't.
0: Why? Why is it after Thanksgiving every meal turkey, turkey, turkey? So she suggests. Uh, Harriet's like, "Oh, we could make veal." And he's like, "I don't like veal." <laughs> <laughs> now make sure dinner's ready. Like, I have job? turkey. Where is he going off to? <laughs> yeah, the, the, well, he wouldn't be going off to anything probably because no, it's, it's Black Friday. He was going the to after, sales. It's the day after Thanksgiving. You probably have off of work you probably have off of school and then he, at least you know saturday and sunday after that you know probably not working i think he was an ad man probably i'm not entirely remember like in real life he was a he was a band leader then actor director but i think in this show i believe he's an advertising i'd have to j- double check that and i won't yeah. um <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um oh so then is, is this like this scene ends with him talking about like he needs to go rake the leaves that's where he he's
0: gonna go rake the leaves and he needs to get a hammer before he does so and Harry and he goes oh he goes into the cabinet and he goes oh here's a uh, uh here's a hammer and and harry goes i was only kidding about the veal
1: <laughs> oh yeah that was good like,
0: like he's well, going even, to kill her <sighs> and even uh
1: whenever he says i need to rank the leaves i'm looking for a hammer and harriet's response is well if you're if you use a hammer you'll be doing it till july 4th like you'll be raking leaves till july which is also she yeah harriet gets all the punch lines she gets the good
0: she gets the good jokes he finds um, a really tiny hammer though so he's kind of like talking and he's he's he still says you know Maybe I do want Thanksgiving leftovers or the boys want Thanksgiving leftovers. I'll I'll just go along with that. But they don't have any Thanksgiving Skateco. leftovers. She suggests get some turkey. We'll make we'll put it in a salad. He's like, that's a great idea. Oh, there, there,
1: there's a whole like wordplay of like leave and let us like we'll have leaves and let us. Oh, she's yeah. yeah.
0: He says, well, I'm going to go out rate the leaves. And she goes, that'll make for a pretty poor salad. Yeah. <laughs> all the good jokes so
1: he goes out and what was he trying to do with the rake with that teeny hammer like he was I, just hitting the rake
0: with a i remember hammer. this because rakes had to be nailed to the wood the wood <laughs> the wooden uh dowel so he's t- the only hammer he has is this little tiny one which you might kind of get with ikea furniture now um, but he doesn't have a big one. So he's tap, 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 the, uh, the, the, the rake into the, the, the wooden dowel. And then his neighbor shows up thorny with a Thor
1: size, uh, ham hock or whatever of Turkey. Like, yeah, just like eating it. The skin is hanging off of it. like
0: <laughs> Now thorny is, uh, played by Don DeFore, um, who did a lot of t- TV in the 1950s and 60s, but like. The big thing that he was remembered for by a lot of us is he had Don DeFore's Silver Banjo Barbecue restaurant at Disneyland. Oh, Um, he was an outside uh, outside owner, and he they ran for many decades a Silver Banjo Barbecue. Why? Why? (laughs) Who is he? He was a a restaurateur and also an actor and an and an actor There's like a Tom Kalikio? I don't know who that is. I hope he's Top Chef? Oh, you're talking you're not speaking my language here. If you're talking about an anime person, I'd be like, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um uh, Top but... Chef sounds like it could
0: be an anime. <laughs> uh I've I've watched all of Food Wars, which is an anime about uh people cooking things so delicious that when someone eats them all their clothes fly off.
1: <laughs> well, that know. also happens on Top Chef. <laughs>
0: um so yes uh thorny is like oh we're having all this great food uh we've got we go i I, i'm still eating this this turkey leg um and he says like ozzy why don't you have any leftovers and he goes well aunt ellen was the one who bought the food and cooked the food she is entitled to the leftovers um legally yes (laughs) legally yes there is the the unspoken covenant um (laughs) He but, keeps trying to get Ozzy to eat his
1: turkey leg, like, the like just like shoving it in his face. <laughs> it's like, dude, like you've been biting, you've been biting on the bone, buddy. Like, I'm not going to eat.
0: It, it's because Don DeFore, the actor, wants people to eat meat. Go to his, you know, in a couple of years, he's going to have this barbecue restaurant at Disney World, Disneyland. Oh, I bet it's Once, He just wants people to be happy eating meat. But, but like, but eventually, yeah, eventually Ozzy does get the turkey leg, but not to doesn't eat. He say,
1: like, there's a little bit of meat down there.
0: Like, yeah. it's like a oh. oh, it's an inside job.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Inside job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then what does he do
1: with the turkey leg? He doesn't eat it. He uses, he uses, it, uses it to hammer the ring. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Everything comes together. Uh,
0: wait, what happens next? Have you noticed that the, the music also is turkey in the straw? Yeah god that <laughs> sunk. Um but yeah next
1: we're back in the house and aunt ellen calls. Oh this is the aunt ellen scene where she's talking to Harriet, right? Yep. Yeah. Well and ellen basically like lets them know like she's got I got too much turkey in the icebox. Oh no, the like bridge club is here. Now I have to whip up some turkey based
0: snacks for the bridge I do club. like for that
1: for the rest of the episode like Ozzy only refers to these presumably elderly women as scavengers. <laughs> <laughs> like that, Turkey's probably going to all those scavengers.
0: He has he has very strong feelings about leftovers, like he, and Bridge Club players and if Bridge Club. He does not care for them. So, it, it what it seems. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices like is that aunt ellen is you know banks closed you're not getting yeah, her leftovers i do like that at the end of the phone call
1: like uh harriet says like goodbye but then she says oh actually i think that you know we can actually come by and pick up some turkeys she says a full sentence and then ellen's like okay goodbye <laughs> <Hang> <laughs> <up.">
0: she had <hits laughs> someone at the door we're you, like, be rude? No, you Let heard her, her say friend? that whole sentence. Come on. <laughs> uh, it was great. I would I I I'm not gonna say that Aunt Ellen is an underrated performance. Uh she is just I well, mean she's
1: one of Ozzy's girls, right? Later on. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh she's a looker that Aunt Ozzie's Ellen. women's.
0: Uh we cut we 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 have a little That's bit of a time that. shift until literally uh just a couple minutes later. Ozzy is reading a magazine, reading one of Harriet's magazines.
1: Oh, right, yeah. And the boys come in and ask if it's like the latest monster comic, which is like, ooh, I need to look up and see what Marvel pub, what Timely published or Atlas published in. Oh, all
0: the good stuff in nineteen fifty, November
1: fifty-two. So that could be like Eug, the slug from Jupiter.
0: All that great Stan Lee, uh, Jack Kirby, Steve Ditko kind of kind of stuff. N- kind of
1: wild. Well, and also so like I, you know, uh, among the many projects I start and don't finish is I tried to read every Marvel comic in order, which now someone has done. And I have to book oh. on my shelf all the Marvels by Douglas Walk. Um, But that also included reading like those early issues of Ant-Man and Iron Man and all that stuff would have like an eight page Ant-Man story. And then the other 22 pages are just wild, like just almost unbearable, <laughs> mon- like first draft monster stories that are just,
0: they're all the same. I did just look up and see what was being published. Marvel did not really do monster comics in 1952, but you also had like Vault of Horror. You had Eerie. You had mm-hmm. Creepy. You had like all those EC titles. Which was were Marvel the, doing westerns? Marvel was doing apparently, Marvel did uh monster crime comics okay. and uh the dandy monster comic, but I don't know if that was Marvel, that nice. might have been, I don't know. Um, just a preliminary search, but he's not reading a comic, he's reading a magazine that has recipes for leftovers, and now they want turkey. What do they want? They,
1: yeah turkey when do we want it yesterday well we had it yesterday <laughs> we Had it yesterday we
0: want it still today i think ricky also needs a better mic ricky is not well mic'd <laughs> no <laughs> i lose like the half the second half of everything he's saying
1: <laughs> i mean that's what i'm saying if we're going to have if we want to use ai for something let's use it to fix
0: old television and turn it into hd oh.
1: but keep the aspect ratio the same
0: if you look out there, they're just about to release Abbott and Costello show. This, the second part in beautiful, restored HD Blu-ray coming to a store shelf near you Ooh. very soon. Um, no kickbacks yet. That's where I watched oh. the uh, the Haunted House episode. Oh, yeah. Where I had the first volume and it looks gorgeous. All that Joe Besser glory. <laughs> uh, is the next
1: scene the... Weird two-hander between Ozzy and a
0: preteen and, girl. Yes, uh, Nancy <laughs> Baker, who it does not live next door, lives must be a friend of of David's. Um, yeah, it, they have a long talk about Turkey. It what? God,
1: I wish I could. What does it end on? It ends on them saying the same line together, as if they are both like equals, which is <laughs> just really this is a very weird scene. Yeah, like she has high status almost along with him.
0: Yeah, he's playing very low status in the entire the entire yeah. show is that he is alternately wanting turkey and expressing that desire or wanting turkey and um pretending to talk about something else.
1: Or like off. pretend also. Well, he does kind of pretend that he's. Better than the people who want Turkey and maybe not better, yeah. but like he's trying to pretend like he's like, I'm I am over this. I don't want this
0: where all of his actions scream. You're not over this. This is what you want. Just, like, just, if, by, just like,
1: like after I came out of the closet 18 years ago today and then today? Uh, about a week from a week, 18 years ago to in a week, I was like, you know what? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Much like Ozzy with Turkey, I was with men. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're a gourmand or a trencher man oh yeah um, there's a, a, a little, like a horse there yeah there's a little bit of weird like wordplay where he says now he says to the to nancy baker the young girl on the bike he says i was not a uh i was not hungry and now i'm talking about turkey like a gourmand and, and she says what he goes like a trencher man and he she goes what and he goes, I could eat like a horse. And that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> and they talk about they talk about recipes that that Nancy's mom makes with turkey. And there's just so many different things. She lists them all off. And Ozzy says, by the time you're done with that, Thanksgiving's here again.
1: But uh, um, and I think she's ahead. the one that says creamed turkey or whatever. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cold turkey, turkey hash, turkey croquettes. Ugh. Um, but Ozzy still blames the boys because he, he, he was going over to the Thornberries, the neighbors, Thorny, to see to beg some turkey off them. Please, sir, can I have some turkey? Please, but he keeps sir. blaming, oh, the boys are the ones that want the turkey. I don't want the turkey. It's the boys. <laughs> I don't want the turkey. You want the turkey. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just turns into like a Robert Miro
0: monologue. At some point, he starts eating his tie. That's, I don't know. Oh, because right. it's brown. And he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so what does he, he, he goes to the source. This is like, you know. Oh yeah. He goes straight to the butcher. He goes to the butcher. Which um, is
1: also, I mean, he does kind of point out, hey
0: man, it's like the day after Thanksgiving. Do you, I obviously, I do not have any turkey. Yeah. The, the butcher knows what, what's up. He suggests veal. It tastes yeah. just like turkey. Does it really? Uh, I can't even remember the last time I had veal. Is veal... What is veal? Veal's veal deer. is deer. No.
1: Calf. Okay, yeah. It was like baby cow. Venison is deer. Venison is deer. Why yes. don't we just call it deer? And why don't we just call it calf? Why, I don't do, we know. Got, why, why do they, got they call it mutton? Oh, well, uh, I guess we have like, cow is beef. There. He they even suggests
0: pork. he says, Hey, I could I could get you some ground round. And Ozzy mm-hmm. says, Does that taste like turkey? He says, No, it tastes like veal.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I don't know why. This butcher's like I'll sell you the cheaper stuff. Do you like cheaper stuff? (laughs) Why
1: nowadays, see, this is where I kept trying to compare like what would this episode be like now? If 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 there was a bizarre, money-wasted show that just recreated Ozzie and Harriet scripts but set in modern times. It's like, would you I guess Ozzy would probably be on Postmates or TaskRabbit trying to hire someone too fine turkey for him is probably yeah. it made me think about like man I kept going and did like deep places where I was like god yeah back then like you would have a relationship with your butcher you know like you had relationships with all of these specialists that have now been replaced by Amazon or something and therefore have made have siloed us all off and therefore made us like not connect with each other you want to talk about a Divide in our country,
0: (laughs) blame Walmart. Well, if you think about it, I'm sure that you could probably get a turkey the day after Thanksgiving at a grocery store nowadays, because the day of Thanksgiving they have an entire cooler still full of them.
1: Well, yeah, and also like our turkeys are like smaller now and probably like genetically
0: enhanced, and but we don't we. The whole point of supermarkets is that you don't run out of things like you did with a butcher. You will go unless there. you live in New York. Unless you live in New York, and in New know. York
1: it's like like I went to New York. I went to New York. I live here, and I, I had to go get some eggs for Seb, And I was like, "Well, let me get some frozen pizzas." And I went to the DiGiorno section, and they just had like supreme four cheese. I said, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I remember Whereas that if ro- you go to like a if you go to a supermarket literally anywhere else in the country, it's like here are. 14 different kinds of DiGiorno's
0: pizzas. Anyway, that's that's the joy of living in suburbia, I'd I'd say, is that when when we lived in Queens, there was a key foods there. It was the largest key foods in the area. It was also terrible. Yeah. Like you would not be there'd be like, oh, no, we don't have any Diet Coke, but we just got more octopus in. Yeah. (laughs) Do you you want sausage? Oh, we don't have sausage. We have three different brands of Scrapple. Yeah. Like we'll have that. (laughs) <laughs> and like, you know, do you do you want um do you want uh, yogurt? We have one brand of yogurt, but we have an entire th- section we call Sunny D Corner, which is just different f- colors of Sunny D. It was the worst. It's still probably <laughs> is. I can God go to yeah. the I can go down the street to the stop and shop or the Acme. And if I want a turkey, I'll be able to buy a turkey. But what, what? have we lost? Everyone, um, all I, these can't, I can't find octopus. I can't find octopus to save my life.
1: <laughs> you know, I can. He's in Spider-Man: No Way Home.
0: <laughs> so we go to Thorny. He actually, he's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go over to Thorny's, and I'm gonna hat in hand beg for some turkey and he's like we don't have any leftovers but we do have some veal that we could dress up like turkey <laughs> i do love the running gag of veal is just as good as turkey
1: it's kind of like a whoa huge slam on eaters out of nowhere i know sorry <laughs> overdrawn at the memory bank <laughs> oh, that's a great
0: movie that's but a great i think about that line theater. all
1: the time this is not an anteater okay um <laughs> yeah but then uh, harriet does get an idea is this when Harriet gets the idea yeah, of like, oh she, wait, no, like, and then Thorny's like, won't well, tell him that I told
0: you to try to pass off, I mean, if you make them into croquettes. What are croquettes? Croquettes are, um, it's just like a like a chicken finger almost. It's like it's breaded, huh. um, oh. it's like ground up breaded, and then you put some kind of sauce on it.
1: Yeah, isn't that just the way though? Called cro probably like called croquettes in the fifties. Then we just call them fingers. Chicken fingers. <laughs> Like, we have there's no
0: class, no culture. <laughs> uh, so she she serves them veal croquettes, or so they think. The, kid, the kids love it. They well, they all think it, they think it's turkey. They think it's turkey. They the Ozzie eats 57 of them, which I think is an exaggeration. That's that's a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, especially because if he was complaining about being so full from yesterday. But yeah. he also, I guess he hasn't had any food that day on Friday. Uh, and and then he's like, uh, well, then after the kids leave, he says, like, lovely veal croquette, Like, he reveals to Hil- uh, to Hillary, to Harriet, <laughs> uh, he reveals to Harriet, like, I knew these reveal all along. <laughs> Turkey snob.
0: And then she, of course, has the last laugh. In the in the M Night Shyamalan twist, it was turkey all along because she went over to uh, Aunt Ellen's and gotten her got her turkey because Bridge Club was another night or oh, no sorry not it was another at night. another
1: person's house and the person that had showed up was giving her a ride.
0: Yes, so the turkey, all that leftover turkey. Mm, now I want turkey. And of course, Ozzy is upset about it because he's like, oh, if I'd known it was turkey, I would have enjoyed it more. <laughs> like, you enjoy you thought you enjoyed it just just well enough, asshole. I was waiting for another layer
1: of switch. <laughs>
0: Everybody's <of> <laughs> like, no, nah, it was actually real. It's actually thorny. <laughs> ah. <laughs> That's Twilight ah. Zone. That'd be pretty good. Um, and then later he goes to the fridge and gets more turkey. Um Yes, because then Nancy Baker, remember that that little girl who drove by? Uh, yeah. She gave leftovers to the family. Suddenly he's like, Oh no, now we have so much turkey. Knock on the door, knock, knock, knock. This is the this is the part that blew my mind, the difference between now and then. The person at the door is the butcher. Yeah. Knows where they live. He says, I went to every store in town and got this turkey for you. Gives him the turkey, walks out. There's no money exchange, <laughs> there's no invoice. It's just have this turkey. We will figure out how you pay me later.
1: I mean, I'm sure like you know, he probably has a running tab, yeah, that makes sense. yeah, and like probably has all their addresses written down in like cursive writing and a little notebook,
0: a little black notebook.
1: Again, if it wasn't for the, you know, having to be completely closeted and married to a woman whose heart I will ultimately break, I would love to live back.
0: (laughs) Um, And then there's one last scene. There's one last scene because while the butcher's at the front door, Thorny comes in the back door with a (laughs) live turkey.
1: Okay, so two things. First of all, he's like, look look what (laughs) came in the back door is just like, okay, well, that would be a. That would be a joke. That would be a
0: joke.
1: joke Silver banjo. (laughs) Heyo. But then also, so like one of my favorite things about Thanksgiving episodes is any time they bring a live turkey into the mix (laughs) because turkeys are crazy. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> turkeys are just inherently like such a ridiculous and unpredictable animal and it is so funny like Thanksgiving's all about like coming together and we're family and it's like peaceful and stuff and then here's this fucking like raptor of chaos. <laughs> so like there's a there's a Brooklyn 991 where there's a turkey caught in a bedroom and it's like the entire cast versus this turkey. There's a Murphy Brown one. Uh, there's an episode of Alice where there's like multiple turkeys, I think, that are all alive. Um, and I just oh, and there's a Mamas Family episode with a live turkey. <laughs> so it's a, it's a trope that I love, and so I like seeing a little little be turkey.
0: <laughs> well, Benjamin Franklin, one of them is the national bird. Thank if you you all that. Thank you, Benji. Um, I I would say that the only gag that doesn't translate verbally is the turkey. Just oh, the yeah, live yeah. turkey. But the rest of this entire, the rest of this episode, turn off the video, listen to it. It could be, you know, it could be a podcast. Well, it's, I guess so also radio. you could,
1: um, if the turkey would just like look
0: what he got, yeah, <laughs> that would work too. <laughs> yeah, Because yeah. also turkeys sound insane. <laughs> well, my parents have them around their house in Pennsylvania, and and it, the interesting one is when they'd come around on Thanksgiving where My mom would be preparing a turkey and preparing all the food, and then just this just crowd of turkeys bruh, 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 just struts <laughs> through the yard as the you know the superior turkeys that have not been farm raised <laughs> and killed uh-huh.
1: another Local year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a poor chap! <laughs> oh my god, um, but but, yeah, I, I mean, hey, turkey I, I, for I, months, I'd, turkey for months. I was thinking that like. How many of these 1950s shows would translate so well to radio because they were based off radio shows?
1: Yeah, I mean, I Love Lucy was based off a radio show.
0: Yeah, Life of Riley was based off a radio radio show. Um, Abbott and Costello. so many of them were. This is 1952. I think we're only like three or four years out from the first TV sitcoms.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is early. I Love Lucy is, I think, I Love Lucy is in season two, I think. For this, yeah, because I found in the newspapers I found them talking about her uh, her giving birth, which was season two. Hmm. But so it's like, you know, like what a sitcom is doesn't it, like it comes from radio. Like at this time, yeah. I'm guessing situation comedy is uh, whatever. If you had a radio show before, that's a sitcom. That's true. That's what a lot of them were. Most most shows are either most shows either involve. Comes from radio or Arthur Godfrey. And we're about to find <laughs> that out. <laughs> uh are you ready for must-have facts? Uh
0: them. So for no it.
1: idea how many people watch this episode, uh, because as we said earlier, this flew weirdly flew under the radar in the ratings. So, you know, big question mark there. Uh, not in the top thirty. No. Um I'm I'm wondering if they if it's because people were listening on the radio and were like, don't need to see them. We can hear or them. They,
0: or they didn't have televisions. Yeah, does that was probably part of it too. They didn't crack the top thirty until I'm going to say the mid '60s when the, they were right about to go off the air. It's
1: probably that the, sentimentality, but like bump of like,
0: oh yeah. man,
1: remember I, like
0: yeah, Ozzy and Harry, they're still going because I, still- I think mid '60s a lot of people were reacting against them as being a fossil. A relic yeah. of a, a previous age. Fourteen years ago, the show. You know, you've been on the there for fourteen years. Ricky Nelson is a, you know, a, a teen heartthrob, kind of like on his, you know, on the other side of his career. Yeah, the big thing about Ricky Nelson is that he continued to make music through the nineteen fifties into the sixties, um, and There was a great there was a big rock concert, an oldies rock concert at Madison Square Garden, and he was invited to perform and he he's like, oh, cool. I have this great career and he's playing with all these, you know, all these other acts that are only doing oldies at this point. And he's like, I'm just going to play the latest stuff. And the audience is like, oh, he's not playing. You know, he's not playing the things that I like. He's not playing I'm walking. Uh, he's not playing uh, poor little fool or traveling man or hello, Mary Lou. So they they had he had like a very bad experience hmm. because he wasn't playing his oldies. And then he ended up dying, unfortunately, in a plane fire. Yeah. OK, yeah. I knew it was a plane something. Yeah, there was. um. I don't know if it crashed. I'd have to check that. There's a toxic smoke in the plane and it killed him and his wife. Oh, God. But it, the pilot survived. Ugh. Anyway. Right. Anyway, so, anyway, the top the, five shows. Yeah. The, <laughs> I don't know. The the truth, the facts are unvarnished. The facts <laughs> are sad. nasty. Show's fun.
1: Uh, the number five was Texaco Star Theater, which honestly, one day I do. Just out of curiosity, I I want to see if I can watch an episode of all of these different variety shows and be like, how does Texaco star differ from Schlitz playhouse? (laughs) Uh, Next
0: season. Next season's just variety shows.
1: Yeah. Uh, Number four, Dragnet. Number three, Arthur Godfrey and his friends. Number two, Arthur Godfrey's Talent talent scouts. Which made me wonder if back in 1952, if people just called it, hey, you watching his friends tonight? You, oh, no, I got to, but I am going to tune into talent scouts. Love talent scouts. <laughs> like, do they just like abbreviated or like, you going to watch
0: Arthur you know, Godfrey it? tonight? Uh huh. Which one, smarty? <laughs> uh,
1: and then number one, of course, was the I love Lucy. Uh, the ABC Friday night lineup was the Stu Irwin show, followed by the adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. Then I think local programming because. It was impossible to find like two newspapers that had the same thing on in this time slot. It was huh. very actually like all of this was all over the map. The 1952, they did not know how to report on television because it was a new thing. Yeah. Um and <laughs> Go look up some articles on TikTok five years ago. You get the drift. <laughs> <laughs> um and then after that was Tales of Tomorrow. Um so now we've come to the choice. What are you watching? Uh, on ABC, we have the Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. The Nelsons talk cold turkey on the day after Thanksgiving. On okay. CBS, we got Mama, which <laughs> Katrin. First of all, her name is Katrin, K A T R I N. Katrin, I like that. Katrin. Katrin thinks her family so middle class when she meets socialite. Oh. <laughs> On NBC, we have the RCA Victor show starring Dennis Day. Dennis Day winds up being father by proxy and building caretaker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the title sounds like it's a variety show. And then I don't know what that synopsis is. And then there's also the Dumont Network, which I have no clue what was on because the the, the listings were madness. <laughs> so couldn't figure it out. Are you uh, so? Are you watching Adventures of Ozzie in here yet, Mama, or the RCA Victor show, sorry, Dennis? I'm Day? probably watching Mama.
0: Oh, uh, well,
1: you want to see Katrin?
0: Mama Eat has a, I, a Mama. I want to say is the one is one of the oldest because I believe it was from 1949 or 1948. Yeah. So I'm I have it's like in season four at this point. So. Yeah, so I have like I have like a, a longer relationship with Mama. And You've i have been watching Mama. You've been yeah. enjoying Mama. So I wonder if Mama's even available now. Like, you know one. The, the only one who ever talks it. about it is is us. <laughs> who is this Dennis Day person? It's not the oh, Mel. Oh, he
1: was a Mouseketeer.
0: Wait, oh, no. Wait, no, he it couldn't no. have been.
1: Yeah, no, because. But there is a Mouseketeer named. Yes. Okay, people also ask, was Dennis Day ever found?
0: Is this the, the Mouseketeer who was. Oh, he disappeared, but he they found his body in his house or something like okay, that. Okay,
1: so there's Dennis Day, who was an American actor, comedian, and singer, um, born in 1916. And then there's Dennis Day, Mouseketeer, who was born in 1942. So what's the... uh, uh, De- uh, Day disappeared in July 2018 and was found dead several months later. A roommate was charged with his death in 2019. Wow. Yeah, yep. that's the Mouseketeer. Okay. Yeah, so... So he, uh, that's a, that's a totally different Dennis Day than the, (laughs) Jesus Christ. Whoa, but that
0: Dennis Day had, that Dennis Day had 10 kids. Uh, the, the Dennis Day Mouseketeer, uh, was, uh, was gay. Oh. And he came out at the age of 18. Oh,
1: wow. Does he have an autobiography? Uh, I don't
0: know. Does he have a, hmm.
1: I don't know. I uh, and, uh, also fun fact, Dennis Day, the old Dennis Day, um, he was, uh, Jack, he was on Jack Benny's radio show and he took the place of another tenor, Kenny Baker, but not that
0: Kenny Baker, <laughs> not the R2D2 Kenny not Baker. R2D2. But everybody just, they only had five names back yeah. then and just had to share them with somebody else. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I mean, I'm watching. Oh, I mean, I might be watching mama. To be honest, um, probably be watching Mama. Now, I just wanted to uh, share. Let me see if I can actually share the screen. That's fun. Um. Oh Jesus! Oh God! Oh no! Okay.
0: I'm looking it up. Mama ran from 1949 until March 17, 1957. It was the story of an a loving Norwegian family living in San Francisco in the 1910s. Why? Uh, But it also uh, starred Dick Van Patten. Oh, right, 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 right.
1: So here's some turkey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey. Hey, turkey. So the Chicago Tribune, this is Thanksgiving 1952. I was just like, newspapers definitely had recipes. Yeah. For how to do turkey or leftovers. Expert shows you step by step how to carve your turkey. Graphic (laughs) detail. All these photos of someone. And then. No names
0: or faces will be shown.
1: Just hands. And so here's. So there was like a turkey leftovers contest. And this was the winning recipe uh, that won $50. And it was Spanish turkey in potato cups. (laughs) Spanish turkey and potato cups. Uh, good. And let me see what. So, yeah, it makes four servings. Uh, how does it? So saute onion and green pepper and butter for five minutes. Add flour and blend. Add tomato sauce, seasonings and mushrooms. Add, bring to boiling point. Add turkey and olives. Heat through. Mix potatoes, butter and egg and whip with electric mixer until fluffy. Shape into four nests on a buttered baking sheet or place in four individual casseroles or one large fill hollows with turkey mixture bake in moderate oven for 20 minutes i don't know that doesn't sound that bad it sounds really good actually okay we should try some spanish turkey in potato cups
0: Uh, is the spanish part just the mix of onion and green pepper yeah probably (laughs) because the seasonings they're talking about are flour salt and pepper
1: yeah, and all, and it was submitted by Mrs. Evelyn Saunders. <laughs>
0: Not oh, a very Spanish the Sh- name of the Chicago Saunders of the
1: Chicago two seven three for Mildred Avenue. Um, and then there's uh the twenty five dollar prize recipe went to the turkey puff. Uh. <laughs> Serve with or without a sauce. Cook spaghetti in boiling salted water until tender. Drain, yeah, I don't know, spaghetti and turkey? Fold in egg whites? Turn into a butter pan? Yeah, thank you, Miss Raymond Swanson. Yeah, so, they, I don't know, here's the so, so many ideas.
0: Yeah. I'm looking uh, at oh. uh, 2734 North Mildred Avenue right now, and it is an apartment building. Oh. A very nice neighborhood in Chicago. Her ghost haunts it. The things we can do with technology.
1: Uh, and then there's also the turkey skillet teasers. That only won $10. It only won $10, which is probably 100 nowadays. nowadays. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. This is just a bunch mm. of kitchen pointers, just a whole bunch of fun
0: stuff. I will say that watching this episode did make me very hungry for turkey leftovers and Thanksgiving foods. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming up. Only just a couple months. When be like, a couple months. A couple, mo- couple weeks.
1: Yeah. Uh, and oh, uh, who had the oh rating <laughs> on IMDb? Twenty-eight people rated this a seven point five. Uh, Higher, lower. I,
0: I say that's fair. That's seven point five. Works for me. Yeah, I mean seven point four. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this th- this didn't bowl me over, but it was still very entertaining. There was no literally there was no dead air. Everyone was talking constantly.
1: Yeah. Well, and I also say, like, I do like you got you got to fear doing the 50s episodes. <laughs> now <laughs> that I've made it to where we have to do one every fifth episode, uh, just because you never know what you're going to get.
0: <laughs> we knew what we were going to get with Life with Luigi. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, that was the no, that was the 50s. Yeah, yeah, that was the 50s thing. Yeah, it was much more cultured in the 60s. Like they totally solved a lot of problems. Um, Must see performance for me goes to Harriet.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, either her or Thorny. Thorny Thorny's good. I like Thorny. He's He's kind of he's kind of nondescript neighborly fellow. But, you know, Harriet did get all the good jokes.
1: I'm trying to think of other times that we've seen an adult man as the weird next door neighbor. I guess Wilson on, on Rubin.
0: That's the only that's the one I was thinking of.
1: Because it's usually like a teenager. Or um Flintstones. Oh, and I guess empty nest. Charlie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or uh married with
1: children. Yeah. Okay. So there are a lot. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, and Your must theory other people does see... not
0: hold water, sir. Oh
1: Jesus! Must other people see this episode for Thanksgiving? That's... Is this a good? Because it's the day after Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah. This is a great. This is a great episode for Thanksgiving. For the time and the place, this is a fine episode. It makes you want food. This could be shown every year by the National Association of Turkey Farmers and. <laughs> Yeah, this would this would increase sales,
1: and really just like encourage you to make all these recipes. Turkey for buy the a sea. second turkey, whipped turkey, turkey a la mode,
0: turkey so, uh, a la king.
1: Now, I will say the the um, the episode that is going to definitely be a must other people is the one we're doing uh, next week that I've already decided because it hit me that it's the '60s and it's a Thanksgiving episode and. Uh haven't done it yet, but that girl, Thanksgiving comes but once a year, I hope, or something like that. Uh one of my favorite Thanksgiving episodes ever. And I was like, Oh my god, we're just hitting right
0: in it's time. Perfect.
1: It is to perfect. Do it. Oh God, and then we get a seventies and eighties Christmas. And maybe nineties. Depends on I'm the like, on
0: the recording schedule, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, and I'm also like we only did two for Halloween, and I'm not doing more Thanksgiving episodes than Halloween episodes.
0: Well, you this, know, this
1: is the third this this is the third ranked holiday for me.
0: Yeah, I'd say that it nationally it probably for people getting together. I'd say it's probably the third, third or fourth. People get together for Thanksgiving. We're, pl- I mean, we're yeah. planning on it. My family's getting together for for Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah, and I don't do anything. That's why.
0: Can always Staring come with us. <laughs> can always come with us. It's an open We will invitation. be
1: um watching the parade, etc. Okay. <laughs> and oh Jesus. Um. Uh. Yeah. That is. I think everything about you know we're getting into Thanksgiving times. And uh, Ethan, where can people find you on the internet to talk about their favorite turkey
0: leftovers? You can find me on Instagram, Ooh. EthanK55, or even look me up at LinkedIn. <laughs> Apparently More. it's popping. Is it popping? It's not, ne- I don't know. I, I go there when, when someone friends me and it's, it's never anyone I know. The only people we have in common are recruiters. And I'm like, okay, you own a, you own an AI business out of like Oregon. I don't care. Thank you. Man. Oh, well.
1: Um, people well, can you? find me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Where can we find <laughs> you? People
1: During can find by. me, uh, you know, Instagram, Twitter at Brett White. Um, you can follow my drag exploits uh at Barb Hardly, where on YouTube I am trying to do reviews of uh Hallmark movies as Barb. So I've done two so far, a minute each. Um Does that justify the three hours it takes to get into drag?
0: Eh, if you do a bunch at once, yeah. <laughs> we, we were gonna if we were recording yesterday, we could have done a Barb, Ozzy and Harriet, but things, so tired. things happened.
1: I oh boy, I, I I my arm still hurts from washing a wig. <laughs> like I don't know. Just like the holding it while you're like running through and I, God, it really hurts. Anyway. Um, yeah. And everyone else, please uh rate and review on iTunes, say hi on YouTube, uh, you know, say hi everywhere, anywhere, etc, etc. Um, you know, I just wanna just wanna hang out, you know. We love we love mail. Yeah, you guys I are great. You. You love you, baby. Uh, and uh, thanks to ACAST for hosting the podcast. Thanks to everybody for listening and also watching. <laughs> we'll see how many uh, Aussie and Harriet fans there are on YouTube. Probably a lot. Weirdly, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, see you next time on Must Have Seen TV.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.